Welcome to Fuel for Today, curated audio content from Pastor Bogdan Kipko. We are confident this will fuel your faith in the one who gives faith. If you have breath in your lungs, God has a plan for your life, a plan that is far better, bigger, and immensely more than anything you have ever imagined. And maybe you guys have heard of this term, agape. And that is the love that we're talking about here. And agape is unselfish interest in your good. Think about that for a minute. Unselfish interest in your good. How many of us love like that? How many of us love our spouses like that? Our friends, our parents, coworkers. How many of us love like that? I'll be the first to admit it's incredibly difficult to have agape love. If you're sitting here today and you're saying, you know what, I find it very easy to love people with agape love, I want you to try to love every single person you come in contact with beginning tomorrow morning and tell me how you're doing by the end of the day. It's a difficult thing. This is why we need God. And so God knows we're not going to be perfect, but he wants our love to be progressive. He wants us to step in more into that agape love, this unselfish love. And the first thing that he says here in this text is he's saying, you're no longer servants, you're friends. And if you think about the difference between that, God, Jesus elevates their status. He says, you're my friends. You have access into the inner chambers. All of the mysteries that I know, all of the great things that I know, you have access to that. I don't know about you guys, but... Um, if you've ever been like in a backstage of a concert or something and it's like a really cool feeling that you get to be with the stars or whoever, the rock stars. And there's a moment in my life when I used to be a, a part of a, a, in a rock star VIP area. And I know it's for you hard, difficult to believe with this checkered shirt and looking like a yuppie. But here's the point. Um, there was a moment a few years ago where uh, my wife and I um, and uh, our, uh, our sister-in-law, we got tickets and to a concert and these tickets if you guys have been to a concert they come with like a special VIP pass that lets you go into the to the backstage area and I'll never forget this we the concert the person that was performing was Toby Mac heart heartthrob I know um, and he was performing and back in the day he was Toby Mac was really cool um, <laughs> and a lot of people came out to see him and I remember standing, and this is so embarrassing, but I remember standing in this really, really, really long line to go inside of this VIP room to finally see Toby Mac. And if you've known me for a while, you might have heard this story before, but I'm going to say it again. When we're standing in line and I'm seeing him there, my heart is just palpitating because if you're from like the 90s, if you're a 90s kid, some of you don't even know what that is, but Toby Mac was like off the chain. He was the thing in the Christian world, okay? Um, Jesus freak, right? And I remember seeing him from a far distance and I was like, oh my goodness, I'm going to see Toby Mac. I'm like sweating. My heart is palpitating. My wife has no idea why I'm nervous. She's like, calm down, like act normal. Like, what are you doing? And embarrass us. And I'm like, okay, 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 okay. I'll get my bearings straight. And so we're a few people away from Toby Mac and he's about to sign my, my CD cover and you know, my hand, which I never washed afterwards. Just kidding. And I begin to think all the different questions I'm going to ask him. 
And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to ask him, you know, what his uh, doctrinal statements are, where he goes to church, like all this other stuff. And I have a whole conglomeration of questions I'm going to ask him. And the, the epic moment finally comes when we're standing in front of him. And my um, wife is fine. She's not palpitating or heart beating normally. My sister-in-law is fine, but I lose my speech. I can't talk. Now, for those of you that, that know me, that's really uncommon. It's a miracle, okay? And he's like, hey, bro, what's up? And when I heard him say that to me, I pretty much almost died. <laughs> I literally almost melted because here was this hero of mine who I always saw from the, from the seats on the stage and he's talking to me, Toby Mac, with a sideways cap. He's talking to me and I just like, and I'm like, uh, but, uh, but, uh, but, uh, but, and he's like, uh, okay, well, let me just sign your CD. And as quickly as this moment came upon me, as quickly as it ended and it faded and a bunch of other, you know, teenage teeny bopper girls were shoving me out of the way to get with Toby Mac for just a few moments and the moment was gone. And I walked away and we walked into the concert and I saw him over there singing his heart out for Jesus and it was so awesome. But I couldn't quite understand why was I so nervous and I realized that it's because I couldn't handle who he was. Now, maybe you've experienced something similar and you're just as psychotic as I am and need a counselor and that's fine. You know, counselors are awesome, uh, even though they're expensive. But um, the point is this, God is so much better than Toby Mac and God calls us our friends. We don't need to be nervous. We don't need to think that he's going to say something horrible in our sight. We can just speak to him. And this is the, the friendship. You don't get nervous in front of your friends. You don't have to change out of your pajamas when your friends come over to your house, right? I mean, your friends see you for who they really are, for who you really are. And this is what Jesus is telling us today, that I am your friend. And the great thing is this. Jesus says, you're no longer servants, you're friends. He's saying, this VIP room, you can access it anytime. I'm giving you direct access. I'm giving you direct access. And here's the great thing about Jesus. Jesus loves us for who we are, not for who he wants us to be. Think about it for a moment. Jesus loves us for who we are, not for who he wants us to be. Think of how many friendships that you've had were predicated on you trying to change the other person. And the moment they didn't perform for you, the moment they didn't do exactly what you wanted them to do, you were devastated. Jesus looks at us and he sees our potential, not our failures. And so the second thing, besides being elevated now to a friendship status with the king of the universe, Jesus wants to lay down some ground rules. And I believe it's great for any friendship. Friendship can't be a one-sided. It needs to be both. And so what Jesus says in verse 14 is this. He says, you are my friends. How, Jesus? What are the requirements? Maybe you're sitting here today and you're thinking, Jesus, I, I am your friend, but I want to double check myself this morning. Am I really your friend? And Jesus says, the only way you're going to be my friend is if you do what I command you to do obedience. 
Oh, friends, obedience is that which legitimizes a friendship, authentic, genuine relationship with Jesus. If you say that you are friends with Jesus, but you don't do what he says, you're not his friend. You're not his friend. That's what Jesus is saying here. And so Jesus continuously tries to say that I am divine. You are the branches. And true disciples, true Christians, true followers of Jesus, they will obey Christ. They will obey Christ. Now, I think it's important for us to understand that we're friends of God. And I hear this often in conversations. I'm sure I've done this before, and I will repent of that. There's this phenomenon going on, especially in this world, called name dropping. Okay, now you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. Name dropping is an opportunity for you to elevate your status with your social circle so they can think you're amazing. A lot of pastors do that. They'll, 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 come, they'll go to a conference with like Rick Warren there and they'll stand in line for a thousand people and they'll, they'll take a picture of him and they'll put on Instagram, just hanging with my good friend Rick, right? Or they'll, they'll, and, and I'm sure he is their good friend, but not like the friend that we're talking about. Or, or um, you'll go to like a Taylor Swift concert and you'll finally get a picture with her. And you're like, hey, just hanging with my girl, right? Hashtag BFFs. And that is name dropping, right? Now, I want you to put all those name, name dropping items aside and do this next time you want to name drop. The next time there's name dropping going on, in the conversation that you're having, you should say this, oh yeah, well, I'm friends with God, okay? I'm friends with the creator of the universe. And if they say, what are you talking about? Boom, this is an opportunity for you to share the gospel. John chapter 15, Jesus calls us his friends, not servants, right? I was more excited about this illustration than you were, I guess. Um, <laughs> But that's okay. So let's continue on. So Jesus always seeks our good. He is relentlessly devoted to make sure that we, are, we have a well-being that we are taking care of. And maybe you're in here today, and maybe there are people in your life who you are not friends with anymore, and I'm going to plead with you that maybe they deserve a second chance. And maybe you're here today and you have not been a good friend. I want you to reconsider that. I want you to think about, are you a really good friend or not? And so the characteristics are, and I want you to pay close attention to these, if, if you fit into these or not. A true friend does the following things, okay? So in relation to Jesus, a true friend is the one that obeys Jesus, worships him, right? Number one. A characteristic of a true friend, they love each other. They love each other. Love is a verb. It's an action. And the closer you are to Jesus, the easier it will be for you to love people. I guarantee you that. The more you work on your devotional life, the more you work on your relationship with Jesus, the easier it's going to be for you to love other people, even the ones that are <clears throat> most difficult to love. Thank you for
for listening to this curated audio content from Pastor Bogdan Kipko. We hope that you were encouraged and inspired by this message. Bogdan is personally convinced that whatever fills your mind fuels your life. It is his life goal to help you faithfully follow Jesus. For more information, please visit fuelforlife.tv.